welcome everyone to the Unwrap Leader, where we get raw, real, and relevant in the new network marketing so you can be a gifted leader in your business. I am Dracy Dewar from Australia. And I am Tisha Doriana from Canada. And today we are doing episode 72. We thought we would dive in and say, first of all, happy, happy Halloween. And mm -hmm. uh, Tisha over there, our little scary cat, it was spooky season. And I just thought I'd take a deep dive. This is like kind of a half costume for me. I did dress up really spooky as uh, Melissa Fent. A week ago with my granddaughter, we went to Spooky Night at Dream World. Uh, so I luckily had this little extra pieces of costumes. So I threw it on. But it was really great because we thought, let's just do a topic about what is scary about our business? What are the scary things? And we know one thing that's really scary, I guess, which is most relevant scary to me right now, um, and social media, showing up online, confident, growing a business, just, just being able to post with purpose, you know, have a, a method, you know, and again, it was really scary for me if I really wanted to start training and teaching people in the new network marketing, I know I knew it needed to level up. And so, you know, Tisha, she dove into this industry, really taking on social media of growing her business. So she's one of our natural progressions and just a natural at it. So she's really helped me. Um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, social media is scary. And I just wanted to talk about what is scary about social media. What are some things, the benefits of why you want to have get good at social media and maybe give you some tips. So does that sound like something you want to do today? Tisha, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, was it scary? Good. Was it scary for you at all, though, or was it just getting started scary? What was scary for you in your business? Um, I think just the unknown of starting a business on social media. I felt really comfortable with the platforms, but I definitely had to learn a lot and kind of learn by doing, learn by failing, right? Trying things, see what works, see what's not going to work, and so I think it was just the whole starting just actually getting started with running a business mm -hmm. on social media and how that looks a bit different just from being on social media right and not having a business yeah absolutely so we can all agree there's scary bits about this industry and most importantly today we're going to talk about the scary bits on social media and I'm going to say just maybe two or three things that I think is really scary about it I think number one is our industry naturally already gets negative feedback we do get rejection this is just part of the business and I think showing up online, you know, everybody's going to see the negative feedback that can come online, the, you know, the online criticism that can actually come with posts. And I know it's a public forum and everybody has a chance to express their opinions. Uh, and unfortunately, sometimes that feedback might not be as positive. And so you really got to have that thick skin for it. You got to know that's just part of it. You're going to deal with negative feedback but it requires you to have a calm and strategic approach. And when you know this and you have a plan, it allows you to handle these situations with more focus, allow you to be more constructive in your engagement with your audience as you grow it. So it's actually, again, it's kind of like nature. I love talking about this. Nature is one place where you have negative ions that create positive results. And really, sometimes this negativeness in the business creates attention, and it's how you handle that negative attention, because you can turn it into something incredibly positive. So that's one thing I know is really scary. It's just handling negative and feedback. Number two, it's just keeping up 
with the, the algorithms and keeping up with the changes social media has, it is one of the fastest growing industries right now. More and more people are jumping on social media, more and more platforms are, you know, are showing up and just, I guess the different platforms can become very overwhelming and being able to keep up with those kind of changes. So I guess sometimes it, again, for you to learn this, you've got to, again, come down to your strategy, your, you know, you the, having a real organic reach when it really helps when you put a plan in place. And that's why we talk about creating your brand pillars. And then we talk about really getting good at following other people who are like minded like yourself and what they're doing. So you can keep up. You just have to really experience experiment with different formats and just really be diverse in your social media presence. That really helps you migrate the impact of these algorithm changes. So as scary as it, we know it can be, it's not as scary as you think. It just means you've got to constantly be aware and constantly maybe make slight changes. And it's not big changes. It's always just little small changes as you go and grow. And again, it comes down to the circle you create for yourself and who you um, are mentored, having a training, having a plan, you know, around that. And so that's number two, the scary things. So number three, though, is really balancing time and resources, you know, growing a business, you know, we already, you know, on social media creates consistent effort and investment of your time as well as resources. So it can be overwhelming to manage multiple platforms and create content and be engaging with your audience and stay on top of the trends and the analytics. The fear of spreading yourself thin um, is very real. You know, not having enough resources or to execute your social media strategy, we know can be of you know, a scary thing. But again, coming down to your target audience, your business goals, putting a plan in place. And, you know, there's places you can explore for automation. There's content scheduling. You can even outsource some of these tasks to maximize your efficiency and effectiveness. So again, based on your goals, based on your budget, based on, you know, um, where you want to go with social media, you can start somewhere. And so remember that these challenges may be scary moments when you're growing your business on social media, but also can be very valuable learning experiences. So by staying adaptable, focusing on the challenges and turning them into opportunities for growth, because we know there's real benefits to social media. So you want to know what those benefits are so that you know you can push through the scary moments and drive yourself to have the success that you want. So Tisha, why don't you share some of these benefits of why people should be on social media and get good at it? Yeah, definitely. So um, I want to share just a few benefits with you guys that I kind of collected and thought were the most important to share. And Starting with brand awareness, like social media has made it so simple to really showcase your brand, really expose um, just your company, your products, your services to people. And I think, you know, traditionally, and, and Tracy, you might be able to add a little, a little bit to this as well too, but traditionally like people would go out and they would make like flyers and they'd put them on like those cork boards in restaurants or at, you know, like service-based companies like dent a dental office or doctor's office or whatever people would put those all around town people would have like business cards that they're setting at other businesses and I and I think we still do things like this but to have a social media platform and profile it is almost like it's like a digital business card right um, mm -hmm. If you're utilizing it properly, people are going to see what you have to offer and what they should know right when they see your profile or your page, depending on what platform it is, 
is essentially your business card. Who are you and how do you help people, right? Um, and so with brand awareness, this can help you get, like gain extensive reach to people all over the world, right? And normally just, you know, putting up flyers or whatever, like you're reaching people locally, um, which is great, but I think there's so much potential, especially having like an e-commerce business. If you have a website where people can order, whether it's, um, you know, just within your country or maybe it's globally, you know, you can reach people through social media with that and have a wide audience. And just one way that people have been doing this more recently, uh, we could talk about TikTok and we could talk about how Instagram kind of adopted the TikTok feature and we call it Reels. And that is such a quick growth feature right now because when people put out a Reel or people put out a TikTok video, it's not just reaching people that they're friends with or people that are just following them. It's going on this public page and, and social media is so smart they track literally everything. They know exactly what you want to see. So if they think something that you're putting out is going to, you know, hit someone and, and they're going to really enjoy it, they're going to show it to those people and it's going to continue to increase their brand awareness. They're going to check like, okay, how many seconds is this person listening to this video? Are they engaging with this video? Are they commenting? Are they sharing it with their friends? Like, are they liking it? Every little thing that you do, even when you're scrolling through your TikTok or your Instagram reels, Instagram or that social media platform tracks that. And that's how they know. And, and that's a huge benefit to us as business owners too, because our, our um, content is automatically being put out to people that are going to enjoy it. There's some ways that we can also extend that reach and target it more, which brings me uh, to my second point and, and second benefit of growing on social media, which is targeted marketing. And we can do extra things in order to hit our target audience. And we could not only just do this by, you know, posting reels and, and letting the algorithm, you know, work its magic and, and get to the right people, but we can also extend that search and, and, and have a more targeted approach by using things like hashtags, right? We can search for hashtags, which are, you know, maybe what people are putting in keywords that would, um, you know, that would tell us that they are interested in what we have to offer. Uh, we could we could search hashtags and we could also use hashtags on our posts, right? So we want to think, what kind of things are people searching that is going to be my ideal client, right? What what do people search for? Um, you know, me and Tracy as network marketing mentors, we know people search for how to recruit better, how to be better at sales, you know, how to have a good party, like anything network marketing related, we know the keywords that people are normally searching and we could use that in hashtags on our posts so people find us, but we could also search for those hashtags as well and find people that we know would be interested in what we have to offer, right? Um, so if, whether it's like a product or service-based business that you're a part of, um, you know, what kind of, what kind of problems and pain points do people have? Is it skincare? Is it with their health and wellness? And so that's how you can kind of figure out how to target, um, your, your searches and, and your audience like that. And also with locations, if you are looking maybe to grow your team or business in your area, or maybe in a very specific area, whatever it is, you can find that location by searching it, go check out who's using that location tag. You can add your own location on your own posts or 
you know what, sometimes just a little tip as well, if you're putting out a post, even if it wasn't, you know, it was a post from your area, but you were trying to target people in a different area, you can really put a tag in any location that you want. Like I'm from Canada, but if we want to target people in Australia, I could use a Australian location tag, right? And other people in Australia may, might see that, um, but also keywords. So you could just literally type in, this works for Facebook too, really well. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, even TikTok, like you could type in a keyword, something that um, would be similar maybe to a hashtag, but you could pull up even on Facebook, any posts that use that keyword. Um, but keywords also are found in people's bios on Instagram. So if you search a keyword, a lot of people with that keyword in their bio will pop up. So that can also tell you, you know, oh, these people are, you know, part of my ideal um audience as well but anything that's in your bio remember that that's searchable so you want to be putting words in there that your ideal client would be searching and then on top of that there's insights right so you can go check out um on your instagram you have to have either a business or a creator account and you will get insights as long as you have more than 100 followers if you don't have that yet um, you know, work on, work on engaging and, and get that follower count up so that you could start getting insights. And then they'll actually tell you like what ratio of your followers is male or female? What ratio of your followers is between the ages of maybe it's 25 to 35, or maybe it's 40 to 60. It will tell you how, what the percentages are. And you could, you'll also get insights on every individual post, how much reach it got. Who, what kind of people it reached? Did it reach any new people or was it people that were already following you? And you get all these really cool insights to see, are these types of posts working for my ideal client? Is it reaching the right people? And so you can really target your search, which is a huge, huge benefit. You could have that direct communication as well with your audience through, you know, comments on your posts. You could have personal messages, even on Facebook or Instagram, you have that live chat feature. If you decide to go live on Instagram, people can chat and um, talk live with you. Um, and then also, if you do decide to do ads, you, there's precise targeting options with that. So you might have seen before, if you have a business or a creator account, when you make a post, you'll see like a little blue button on the bottom that will pop up that says boost this post. And um, you could choose to put money on it if you want it to get seen by more people. Um, but you don't have to, it could also just, like I said, naturally reach people through hashtags and locations. But if you think this is a really good post, I want to boost it to more people. You can actually select the age range you want it, You want that post to see, you could select the location and you could also put in some keywords of what other people may be looking for. So, um, you could get really precise with your targeting. And then the last benefit I want to talk about is just guys, it's free advertising. It doesn't have to cost you a dime. Of course, if you choose to boost your post, that's up to you, but you could literally even put $5 on it. Like you can decide how much money and how many people you want to reach with that. Um, but at the end of the day, it's free advertising and your stuff will reach people without place, you know, without putting a penny into it. Um, it's so powerful, the advertising tools that they offer on these platforms, you know, like even just being able to show up on your stories and then put a link leading to what, whatever it is, your, your website, um, maybe it's your podcast, right? Being able to put a clickable link, that is huge. And even the shop now buttons, I've seen these on business pages on Facebook. Um, you could add a button to some of your posts on Instagram, 
Um, and then uh, I already talked about post boosting, but there's such powerful advertising tools. Most of them are free or super, super cheap. And this way, you know, being present on social media, you could make sure that your marketing efforts are being directed to the right people. But, um, you know, if you have an e-commerce business and you're looking to expand, I can't emphasize enough. There's so many benefits to growing um, your business on social media, brand awareness, targeted marketing, and it's free advertisement for you guys. So um, that's what I wanted to share with you. So I'll put it on Tracy now to give you guys a few tips. Thank you very much for those benefits. And I, I just have to share, like, um, I just flew to Sydney. I did an event in Sydney and I, the two people I sat beside on the plane, like, this is how amazing, you know, social media is just how amazing, you know, meeting people that are like-minded, but she was off to do a wellness retreat and I was off to do a wellness workshop and her and mm -hmm. I were both, you know, we don't have to exchange phone numbers anymore. We just, we just shared each other's uh, social media to mm -hmm. follow one another. Like it's the easiest way. Um, and so I got to see who she helps and how she serves and, and, and vice versa. And so like when you can have a really good profile and platform to share that you, you do it with so much more confidence and I can't wait this, you know, I can't wait to see what is going to come of this relationship because she was just amazing. And we just were so like-minded. So it was really fantastic that way. The other thing I want to expand on what you shared is, and it really allows you to grow a local business globally. Um, um, social media and that to me is just mind-boggling the opportunity and so we know that's the opportunity we know the threat is that it can be scary and all those other things that we talked about so we'd, let's give you some tips on how to actually navigate social media in your business so that it is less daunting and a lot more manageable and this is where we talk about number one again come down define your goals and your target audience like before you even dive into social media it's so important to define your goals so you can identify who are your customers and determine how you want to achieve this through social media and how you can increase this brand awareness. Hence why uh, jo, um, Tisha and I, sorry, I got all kinds of names in my head. Tisha and I created the Unwrap Your Brand Masterclass. That's one of the first things we did when we really, you know, helped me work with my social media goals and helped me get my presence online. I was like, God, we got to teach this stuff because what we, what, you know, when you can do this, work through your brand pillars and work through, you know, your message and your bio and your target audience and all that, it makes it so much easier when you have a formula. And so that Unwrap Your Brand Masterclass, not only is it, masterclass but we put a workbook together to really help you uh with what your target audience is and help you with your goal setting and allow you to understand the demographics the interests and everybody's preferences based on your own personal brand pillars so again clarify what it is that you want tailor your content and choose the right platforms that are going to work for you so you can be more focused on the efforts effectively so number two is developing a content strategy. Huge. I know when I first, you know, like on Facebook and just having my business, I was really more about showcasing my lifestyle. So I would just kind of play around and post. <laughs> and you'll hear me say this, you know, then you go, okay, I'm going to be a little more intentional. And you kind of just post and like pray. And so when you can actually learn to post with purpose, it is a game changer. So when you also learn to create a consistent strategy and engaging content with that strategy, it becomes really crucial to the success 
of your social media. So plan and schedule your content in advance. Ensure it aligns with your brand identity and your goals for your target audience. And then you can consider a mix of types of way to inform, whether it's posts, whether it's product highlights, whether you have behind the scenes glimpses, user generated content, you can take your content and repurpose your content. And so I guess what we're trying to say is you really want to get good at this. You want it to, and it does take time. And we talk about progress, not perfection. And I think that's why this can be really scary for a lot of people because they feel if they're a professional, they need to post things that are really professional. And that's not necessarily the case. We have learned that social media want people to be authentic and real and honest so they can get that like, know, and trust. And the more real and the more human you are, the more you actually grow and the more likelihood people want to do business with you. And that's why the stories, you know, on Instagram are so powerful because it's a really great way to nurture your audience in there. So if you really want to be authentic and provide value and encourage people to be interactive in your audience, we highly recommend create a content strategy. Hence our social media MVP program. So that was Tisha and I's way to have a strategy for ourselves. And it was so good what we created for, you know, our Unwrapped Leader brand. We wanted to share that with you. And then the third thing is really learning to engage and interact with your audience. This is a really two-way communication channel. Um, you get to actively engage with your audience by responding to their comments and messages and the things they message, but you going and following the like-minded people in other platforms, accounts, or groups, Facebook groups, allows you to give some more appreciation on who they are and giving them positive feedback because if you actively participate on relevant posts and things like that you're going to be able to nurture some relationships and again this is something that is new as in doing it online but it's not new we do it every day when we meet people and how we nurture relationships it definitely gives us a far more uh advantage when you have social media and you have that person in your hand right in your you know like um Right, right there at your fingertips, that's the word. So I guess by being responsive, engaging, you can build trust, you can foster relationships, and it will allow you to establish your brand as approachable to your customers as possible. So those are kind of my tips. Um, again, it's a process and it's all about progress, not perfection. Yeah, those are some great tips. And I think honestly, it just comes down to these three things is being consistent online, showing up authentically as you and just having, you know, that genuine engagement, um, you, you know, you engaging with people, people engaging with you back. Those are the key elements to building your online presence here. So if you can take these tips um, that we've given you today and really start following them one at a time, you could start approaching social media for your business just with more confidence, less fear, um, and that should help you start growing on there. And so as Dracy kind of mentioned, we have created a social media MVP course for this. And I remember when we first launched it, we did it live for our first group of people. And we have now officially got it into our website. And we're super excited to be opening up enrollment for these 12 modules that we've put together to make and help you become more professional online, getting help with your branding, real strategy, content strategy, carousels, like everything that you can think about when it comes to social media, we have thought of it and we're really excited to share it with you. So um, we are going to be opening it up soon. So we want you guys to comment the word scary below 
Um, and this way you will be the first to find out when enrollment goes live um, and all the updates and details on the program coming out. So um, if you haven't already, please like this video, leave us a comment, let us know what your biggest takeaways were. Please share it with your teams. If you feel like you have some team members that are looking at social media as a little bit scary, this might be a really great episode for them. And of course, subscribe to our, ch our channel, hit the bell so you guys never miss out on an episode every single week. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, please leave us a five-star review if you've in, been enjoying the episodes. Um, it helps us grow and we would so, so appreciate it. So thank you guys so much for listening and hope you guys had a happy Halloween and uh, we will see you again next week. I have a joke for you before we close off on this, okay? What okay. did the ghost that won the uh, beauty pageant, what did they say to the ghost that won the beauty pageant? I think I know the answer. Is it like, it. um, you were beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Anyway, bye everybody. Bye guys. Bye.